today with the monthly prophetic focus okay the monthly prophetic focus is 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 what 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 what, what did i start last sunday radical growth in the spirit look at somebody say radical growth in the spirit yes sir so we are looking at radical growth in the spirit so today uh, last week we looked at some wonderful mysteries today i want to talk about something i've entitled truncators of spiritual growth there are certain things when they when we they take roots in our lives they truncate they they, they impede they cut short they stagnate i, I hope you are getting me they, they, they frustrate the growth uh, sorry they frustrate our growth in the spirit so i am talking about truncators or barriers if you went to Reverend Grant and you don't understand truncators, uh, then uh, barriers to spiritual growth. Now, uh, this message that I'm preaching, it is the third message I prepared this week. I was saying to uh, 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 somebody that this, the, what I, I, I plan to couldn't preach. I stopped. I said, no, this message, if I want to preach it, I won't end. I want to use it for another time. And then I prepared a second message. I realized that, no, I can't preach that message also because that message is, 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 is dangerous. So I decided to preach truncators of spiritual growth. And I know that it's a prophetic word for somebody this morning. Hallelujah. Whatever is stagnating your growth is cursed this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. James 4, 7. He says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. First Peter 5, 6. Let's read these three scriptures and I start my message. Submit yourself then to the Lord. Okay, now humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Can you see that? said, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. And let's read our last verse. Luke 9, the verse number 23. This is a popular scripture. Luke 9, the verse number 23. What is happening there? Then he said to them all, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Can you see that? He said that if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, this scripture is not exclusive to uh, the man of God, Luke. It is in Matthew and I think it is in Mark. And Luke also recorded it. But Luke is the guy that added daily. Now, there was a debate in the early church. No, uh, not the early church, because the early church didn't have the Bible, but when they started putting things together, that, that one is not part of the original thing. But they discovered that in the Latin Vulgate, they added. Anything you see in Scripture is crucial. Sometimes, they will just omit one word here, and it appears there. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, hallelujah. 
It doesn't show the inconsistency of scripture. It shows that uh, the Holy Spirit is speaking through this one man, correcting and bringing what the other person failed to add. Is somebody with me? Shout I hear you. Now, the first thing or the first barrier or the first truncator of spiritual growth, somebody will be thinking something dangerous. But the first thing I want to talk about is, that's why we read these scriptures, is partial submission. Look at somebody say partial submission. Hallelujah. Partial heart submission. It is one of the dangers. One of the things that will truncate, that will stagnate you if you submit partially. Now you see, it is very, very easy to submit partially as a believer. Please follow me. It is very, very, very easy to do what? Submit partially. In fact, if we'll be very honest, most of, most of us are partially submitted to God and not fully submitted to him. Is it true? Yeah, yeah. because it, it is very, very easy. When you look at fully committing and partially committing, partial submission is, maybe if you look in, into the church, you find 99% partially submitted. Many of us, we are partially submitted because it is easy to partially submit. When we say that Jesus Christ, or when we said that Jesus Christ, focus, if you are hearing yourself, do something small about me. May the mic look up for my be careful, okay? Okay. Uh, when we say that Jesus Christ, or when we said that Jesus Christ was the Lord of our lives, please listen to me. It has some serious implications and ramifications. Uh, there are many of us, we take that statement lightly because we don't understand what it means for somebody to be declared as the Lord of our lives. Now, if you lived in biblical times or if you lived in the first century or in Jesus' day or before Jesus was around, then the Lord of your life, then you understood it. Today, because there is freedom everywhere, we don't understand what it means for somebody to be your Lord. Today, nobody is anybody's Lord. I hope you are getting me. Slavery was abolished a long time ago. So when we talk about somebody being Lord over your life, it is not a statement that we can relate to readily in this time, in this day and age that we live in. But in the Old Testament times, look at what happened. When somebody was in great debt, I, 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 Papa Nesto, he is in great debt. Maybe Papa Nesto owes Osofu, or Osofu owes Global. Now, what happened was that if I realized that there was no way I was going to be able to pay that debt, there is something that we usually did. It is either I carry myself, me I'm a decano. I will go to the guy that I owe, and I'll tell you, I don't see how I am going to be able to make up this amount of money that I owe you. So what I want to do is that I want you to be the Lord of my life for this stipulated amount of time, so that after I have served my way through the debt, I can go free. Now, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Hello. Uh -huh. or I can go and go and see another man and say, oh, go and pay this debt for me. I am in your debt for life. So two ways. Are you following? I can see a rich man 
That is who we call the Kingsman Redeemer. I can, but the Kingsman Redeemer was a law in the Old Testament. This is different. They make sure different. I can see a rich man, and I'll tell the rich man, Charlie, you can pay this debt for me. Go and pay, and I remain in your debt. Until you become the Lord over my life. You send me, I go. You say, come, I come. You say, sleep, I do what? I sleep. Or I can go to the guy whom I owe and declare him the Lord over my life. So from that day, the open on open. Now, are you understanding me? So the guys that lived in Jesus' day had a greater understanding about lordship than the, the church does today. So that if somebody is your lord, you cannot partially submit. You see, one this is not slavery. Why now don't because of your inability to do what you are supposed to do for yourself? Can you see that? So you went to somebody who could do it and said that I want to submit under you. And from today until the day I am able to pay my debt or I serve my debt, fully serve my debt, I am fully, sorry, you are fully my Lord. Follow me. Now, but in the house of a Lord, follow me. Follow me. One of the most foolish things you can do is to show your appetite for freedom. Look at this. Oh, one casano or the car unto me to ya and I don't want cordobo be say nipano me sumo send a bear obetria make a mammy. It will be very foolish on your part in the house of that great man to go and show your appetite for freedom. Say one casano and casano in the house of that great man, you want to show your independence. How I, I hope you are getting me. If you could manage your own affairs and count for unco de confounno in the first place. So if you find yourself in the house of a lord, one of the most foolish things you can do is to partially submit. Because that means that you are going to remain there. Assuming you owe so much you cannot pay your the entirety of your life. So if you and you have decided a little rebellious you want to show that you 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 can manage certain areas of your life when you do that what happens is that you are betting even more the lord of the house will see you as a rebel and continually you remain a slave now are you understanding me but in that great house akwana wine who said already he doesn't understand what it means to be free and that he selflessly goes it is more probable that that man is giving more freedom in the house of the great man than the guy that has appetite for his own freedom i'm not preaching to somebody when the master sees the guy that guy the restrictions will be small because he knows that without authority and without any level of guidance he'll do the right thing but the guy that will consistently rebel and want to show that he can manage his own affairs and show that he has appetite for freedom and want to show his independent spirit it is more likely that the master will resist him more they be your beddings will increase they will change you they said that when the slave trade was going on in america the guys that were strong and that wanted to fight for their freedom they were the guys that were chained more and so they said that the slaves that managed to escape were usually the weak ones because nobody really cared are you understanding me hello you will change so why you're the better aquana or person aquana a cassette I hope you are getting me. The rebellious ones are the ones that are consistently burdened. But the guys that 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 be 
behaviors, though they have nothing to live for, the masters will give them some lease of life. In the great house that we find ourselves, I wrote down and I said, I heard this, I heard this one from Bill Johnson in 2019. He said that in the journey of faith, in the household of God, in your spiritual journey, we don't increase by striving, we increase through surrender. Can you see that? We don't increase through what? Striving. We don't strive to increase. We surrender to increase. I'm not preaching to somebody in the house. Somebody is sleeping in the house. Oh, Dana. I hope you are, you are following my message. Or the, or the message is too dull for your liking. I'm not preaching to somebody. Shout, I hear you. <laughs> we increase through surrender. Not through striving. The moment we show our appetite to handle our own lives, that is the time our spiritual growth begins to truncate. Anybody that has, I'm not saying don't, have, don't, 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 don't entertain desires of your own. <coughs> Sorry. I'm not saying don't entertain desires of your own. But if you are in the house of a great man, Wisdom will teach you to totally submit. Wisdom will teach you to do what? Totally. If you truly want to be free and have the freedom of everything, totally submit. Paul went deeper, 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 deeper. He got to a point. He said that all things are permissible not to me. Look at a man saying this one. And the man was going through things. He said, I'm beating myself onto submission. I am doing this. I'm doing that. I'm... Look at the things Paul had to put his body through. But he came back and said that now all things are hot permissible unto me. But you can't say the same thing. Paul said, I can eat it. There is nothing that can happen to me. But this is the same man at a season who was inserting himself in bondage for the sake of Christ. But at a certain point, he comes out and says, all things are permissible. Before you can also share the same testimony, you have to first be bound. Is somebody understanding me? Before you can also come out and share the same testimony, you first have to totally and completely submit. If you want to grow in the spirit, remove certain things. Sadie way they met me a year. Sadie way they ready be be Totally submit. There should be nothing like partial submission. And you maybe over there you trust God for it. When you realize that the going is getting tough, you know that there is God. But you met me a You do it independently. Without engaging God. Now are you understanding me? Total submission. God will require certain things. And he's saying, he saying that if you want to grow, totally submit. There are certain people, you see, the reason why God asked of Isaac from Abraham wasn't to bless him. Because before he demanded of that blessing, he said, I, I, I have blessed you. Oh, come on. Hello? So there are certain things when they take it away from us, it is so that our surrender will be complete. I'm preaching to somebody. Shout, I hear you. I didn't hear you. I said, shout, I hear you. If we are to grow in the spirit, the first thing that is crucial is total submission. We need to resist anything that will cause us to partially submit. If there are things that causes you to partially submit, look at those things. Look into your heart. Father, I want to totally, I want to give everything. I want to, I, I want to, I want to grow. And, 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 and if I'm going to grow, I have to be totally submitted. Hallelujah. Now, number two, and this is where I want to hammer on, is very crucial. The second thing that causes many to stagnate in their spirit. Please listen to me. 
is what I call inconsistency. Look at some say inconsistency. Oh, everybody says they love God. And in one moment of euphoria, in, in, in one moment of excitement, you see, they'll be praying kato, kata. You, you can separate three days and pray. And, and after the third day, you come a Charlie. I'm feeling very anointed. How many of us have done that before? After 21 days of fasting, Charlie, you are on top of the you are walking on the moon. Hallelujah. You are walking and then you are expecting things. Hey, Charlie, today I'm, I'm on fire for the Lord. This season, uh, uh, you know, that is how you see believers of our time. We have days and seasons where we are all on fire, and seasons when we, we, we live our lives as though it's not necessary to pray. Is it true? Oh, uh, oh, 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 that is it true? There are days we even forget that there is something called prayer or even the study of the word. Listen to me, this is a mystery that I want to share with you, and I want you to take me very seriously. You see, if anybody is overcome by zeal, even wicked Ananias decided to sell his field. Ananias wasn't a good guy, I don't believe that he died on account of that single sin. Listen to me very carefully. I don't know why he was in the body of Christ. But the guy was a dangerous guy. You don't sit under this anointing and decide to do the thing Ananias decided to do. Hello? I don't think that God struck him on account of that particular sin. Hello? Oh, come on. I said hello. Now, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I said shout, I hear you. In the space of a revival, when things are moving, anybody can be stirred to pray. Anybody can say, I love the Lord. In a season when you have hands, atmospheres around you to trigger passions in your spirit, anybody can say that I love God. You can spend time in prayer to have a challenge. I am on fire. I mean, anybody can do that. Don't be, don't be deceived. The fact that Oh, 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 spiritual, oh, yeah, spiritually hyper. No, oh, oh, by two hours. No, doesn't mean you love God. No, the true measure of your desire is in the consistency of your pursuit. Shout, I hear you. Yeah, there are there is somebody who can stand here and pray for four hours. There is somebody who cannot, maybe he can pray for two hours. I don't know, but this two hours guy consistently every day. Look at someone say every day. But you, in the spare of the moment, you stand for six hours and people call you a prayer warrior. You are deceiving yourself. The true measure of your desire, of your hunger, is the persistence, is the consistency. Are you understanding me? Shout out here. In life, there are certain things we can never be tired of. When one sorry, I'm not see another common name. Or you wake up in the morning and say, Today, I am tired of breathing. I don't feel like breathing. There are things in the physical that shows us that consistency is crucial in the spirit. I don't know that we are dying. The very day we decide today I'm tired of breathing, that is the day the much man gets your money. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. I'm not hearing some people in the church. I said hallelujah. Just as it is in the, in the physical, the same, the same thing happens in the spirit. What do you do? Ask yourself. I, I asked myself this question many seasons ago. What do I do consistently every day in the spirit? There are some of you. You see, we at least we need to have a trend. We need to have something. I can't one minute cram. Every day there is something. 
consistent about that spiritually. If you have a routine, something regimented, don't let anybody deceive you and God is this. No, the design a regimented, a rigid scheme. The day cannot end without I doing it. It is something to show that you are alive in the spirit. It's a oh, the whole day, 24 hours, no MPM through mommy. Oh, mommy, I'm talking about them. Why you call for help? Whether you are fasting or praying, you automatically think that something is wrong. 24 hours pass in your spiritual journey, and not even a single noise in the spirit, not even a single input, a single appearance in the spirit. There is something that needs to happen in your spiritual life consistently. I'm not saying three hours prayer every day. There can be one minute recital of a psalm every day in the spirit and it constitutes your appearance daily in the spirit. There are many that can stand in the spirit for, 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 for seven hours but they are not consistent in the spirit. In a week they can stand one day seven hours in the spirit and the next day we can't find them. We are not looking for people who can do it in a day and forget about it the next day. We are looking for people that to him daily for people that do come to him daily he said that if any one of you shall follow me shall be my disciple what is what should he do he should take up his cross and daily and do what daily and do what daily it is not something you do intermittently appear in the spirit every day look at someone say appear in the spirit every day i'm not preaching to a church shout i hear you appear in the spirit every day Consistency is key. Look at someone say consistency is key. Is somebody blessed by the way? I'm telling you. Yeah, if there is anything you should desire, it's the guy that is consistent. Not, not even the talented guy. Not even the gifted guy who can pray and fast and do those things. Those things I'm saying, yeah, there are talented men we know they fall by the wayside. But consistent men are always there. Can you see that? There are talented men in ministry. They fall on the wayside. But men that are hot, consistent. Men that are consistent. Am I, am I preaching to somebody? Am I preaching to somebody? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Look at something there. 1 Corinthians 15, 50, 58. 1 Corinthians 15, the verse number 58. Look at this. Therefore, my dear brothers, this is Paul speaking. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully. Always. Look at someone say always. Brothers. Okay, this is the NIV. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Because this is what brings reward. Not partially, not some days. Are you understanding? Always. Look at so always. I love the man Paul. I say brothers. Therefore brothers stand firm. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor in the Lord will not be in vain. So when we continue to labor. And we labor consistently and always. That is when we expect that it shall not be in vain. It is not the inconsistent guy. Who is here today and tomorrow he's not there. That is what plagues the body. Many are passionate but few are consistent. Are you understand? I told you that the Moravian revival. They prayed for a hundred. A century. A century. One hundred years. More than two lifetimes. 
Can you see that? Oh, come on. Can you see that? Consistency. Consistency. Listen to me. I said that there are many in the body that cannot be truly anointed because they cannot be consistent. It takes consist a consistent person. Look at this. Follow this example. If you have somebody who has a store and the store, the things in the store, they are quality and, 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 and they are very cheap too. You know, everybody will naturally want to go to that store. And I'm like, hello? That's right. But you see, it so happens that beside that store or around the same area, it's another store. The things are okay and the prices are okay. So you see, the other store, the first store is better than the, the second store, obviously. But look at this first store. The things are good, the prices are super. But Aquano, and I'm seeing a trad in tea. Or Soriano Pa, a da, the home home veteran so me store, no Saddam or Bede. Can you see that? Over time, maybe a week, we are no baby back. That will be in the cramp when you're consistent. So Uncle Fokran, you say Tuesdays now, but like market days, they will gather themselves and come on Tuesday. But to this week, we will be a Tuesday, next week, we will be a Sunday. When there is no consistency, no matter the things you have on offer, people will find alternatives. And I remember, because they know they can't trust you. They know they, they can't depend on you. And the same thing happens in their spirit. There are many of us because of our inconsistent prayer lives and spiritual lives, God can't depend on you. Because he knows that the day he needs you to make intercession for you for your friend, that day of your grandpa, I say, I don't feel like it. Your inconsistent behavior, he can't anoint you with certain things because at that he on an insane day, can you see that? Am I preaching to somebody? Shout, I hear you. There are many in the body. Our inconsistency is the reason why we can't get anywhere in the spirit. Stagnation. I wrote down when I said that every day, look at this. Every day, look at the, the, the guy that doesn't open up his store. Any day, we better Every day, he continues to lose customers. No matter how, what he has to offer, maybe nobody will come to the store. And people will come and sing of the glories of that store in the future. Say, ah, Charlie, Charlie, the way But by the time you realize it doesn't matter what you have to offer, people will find alternatives. I wrote down and I said that any day you refuse to grow in the spirit, you grow in another way. Look at this. When we have today, and then if global doesn't grow in the spirit, he's growing somewhere. Fatu three. Any day you get up and idea there is nothing, there is no engagement. There is nothing that has happened to your spirit, man. Understand that things have never happened, baby, because you are growing somewhere. Am I preaching to the men of God? Am I preaching to the women of God? Am I preaching to a church? Any day you don't grow in the spirit. I love the man Paul. Hebrews 3.13. Look at what Paul said. Hebrews 3.13. Look at what Paul said. He said that exhort yourselves. That's what Paul said. He said, yeah, say your home crying. Hebrews 3.13. But encourage one another daily. Do it what? Daily. Do it what? Daily. As long as it is called today in your The church in... Sorry. The letter to the Hebrew church. He, 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 he said it twice. Or say, Master, forget about those things and continue to encourage yourself every day. When you sit down, engage the word, explain certain things, exhort your spirit, speak something into your spirit, man, daily. Your friend in and ammonia, your friend in day and ammonia. Look at this. But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. 
So you see, on, if we don't grow like this, we are growing like that. Can you see that? Or see, encourage yourself daily. Exhort yourself daily. Why it is still called today? Lest, please, I read King James, forgive me. Lest ye be deceived by the deceitfulness of sin. Hallelujah. And yes, sir, if you don't grow here, Paul is telling them, if you don't grow here, here you are growing where? So there is no day you are there. He said, today there, I, 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 I am there. You know, I didn't read my Bible. I didn't pray. I didn't meditate on the word. I didn't sing a good song in the spirit. I didn't engage my spirit. I didn't do anything spiritual. But, but, but you see, I'm okay. I didn't also sin. No, we're not talking about sin. We're talking about growth. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. So if I didn't grow here, I've grown there. You can't tell me that a day passes and nothing adds up. Something has added up. Just that that thing is not spiritual. Can you see that? Shout, I hear you. Consistency is key. That is the only thing that will make us trusted in the spirit. Look at anybody physically. Consistent and Look at anybody that is not consistent in life. That person, you can't trust him. That is how it works. In the spirit, they say until we develop that consistency in the spirit until we develop that consistency in the spirit we are always getting somewhere let me say the last thing about consistency and and then and then and then and then i, I talk about the last mystery and close hallelujah am i preaching to somebody yes sir you see the consistent man is different from the double-minded man see there are some people they say oh you see you see, the reason why I see that I am a inconsistency is not dangerous. No, no. I am a person to him the person who is about ten or be extra on your day. You see, that is more dangerous than the guy. I'm not genuine in Tantano. On one point, at least we can't really judge him because he hasn't made up his mind. But what you are saying? But who the person to you have seen, you have tasted, you know exactly what is demanded of you. But today you do, and tomorrow. Now, can you see that? Oh, can you see that? So, inconsistency or so is dangerous. No matter how intelligent you are, who goes to one semester, then the next semester, one by you promote you. The guys who you who you saw a bench or more power, but they went throughout the semester on the call the next year. Now, we are there. What's your name? It's, it's a simple principle talent and consistency. Choose consistency, giftings and consistency. Choose what? But what you say. So, we are being part of our name. Why? Because when we complete the semester, no, and now class one, no, call one term. Now, jai two terms. Now, I beg you, open the first first term. One call two terms. Now, can one be there? Yeah, but yes, sir. Consistency. And the guy that was twenty seventh in the class, no, call any. Can you see that the guy that was forty fifth, last but one, no, call any. Can any be there? But you were number one, but you still remain the same. Why? Because of your inconsistency. Say after today, I refuse to stagnate. Say, I progress by consistency in the name of Jesus. Let me share the last mystery. Hallelujah. The last one I want to talk about is indifference. Today, what I'm talking about, they are not huge things, but they are great things. They don't sound huge, but they are great. That's the last thing I'm talking about. Indifference. Say, indifference. There are many of us we lack enthusiasm for the things of God. My, 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 my. Every day I'm a catchman man of God, no? and anybody around me, every prayer is prayer. Every fasting is what? Fasting. 
every Bible reading is scripture. The same prayer that is the same prayer you pray every day. There are some people they have lost their enthusiasm for the things of God. Hallelujah. They have lost their hour. So they can be praying. And, and spirit man will be leading opening prayer. Spirit man is on money and somebody is there counting his money. Hello? Oh my. I don't know how to do that too. You can ask my bishop, he will tell you. I don't know. Also, if it, opening prayer of the better travel. And in those days, when the place was dry, you you, you called me also. I, I just I, I just need to come and start praying. So I'll just go, I'll just start praying. By the time the people will gather, the prayer will affect everybody. Now, can you see that? Shout, I hear you. Don't lack enthusiasm. I refuse to go through the motions. There are some people that is the way they are. Every day we come, we do opening prayer. So opening prayer, they are looking around. Worship funny. And the worship people will come. And when we are worshiping, they are thinking, ah, praise for And the praise people will come. And, 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 and they are ministering. After they are done ministering, the man of God will take over. And say, after all, you know, at last I'm going to hear a good word. And after hearing the word for 15 minutes, we should be going home by now. There is nothing in the church that moves you anymore. Such a person, you are just going through the motions. Am I preaching to somebody? Such a person, you are just going through the motions. Never allow yourself to look loose out for the things of God. Am I preaching to somebody? In Romans 12, 11, let's see. Mandala Bazuze. Can I preach to somebody? Now, never be lacking in. Let's read together. One, two, three, go. But never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. Can you see that? Come on, can you see that? He said, but never be lacking in zeal. It is, it is important to know that there are many in their church, they lack zeal. They have lost their hour. Also, they have lost their hour. You see, that temptation is simple. When you continue to see the same things over and over, it gets to a point in time, you begin to lose respect. And I, I hope you are getting me. Shout, I hear you. Now look at this. I, I, when I was preparing the message, I was thinking about this. When you go to Paris, there is something they call the Eiffel Tower. All of you have heard that. You've seen it in movies before. Huh? Yes, sir. It is in Paris. They call it the Eiffel Tower. Now, when I, I was thinking about this, you will never see somebody who is French. I own Paris in the same suburb. Eiffel Tower. This thing is nice. They don't do that. But every year, 7 million people from around the world, they just go to look at the tower. Hello. Somebody pay money to go and look at it. You see, when you have been around for something for a long time, you it loses its relevance to you. Now, can you see that? Magnificent tower. I was told that the tower is about 1,000 feet long. The thing that you see on TV, it's like 1,000 feet long. And the tons of iron rods in the tower, dangerous. When you look at the history of the tower, it was built over a hundred years ago in, in, in 1899, somewhere that about the last time I checked. But you see, nobody in France will go inside there and take selfie. But somebody will travel from America. Somebody will travel from Germany. 
One day I was passing through Abanze. Here from Cape Coast Accra Road. There is a certain town that they have a fort there. Now, I watched something on TV, I think TV3, and they were saying that the children in that area, they are defecating around the fort. And this is the same fort white men pay money to come and watch. And the children in the area, they do what? They defecate. So they are looking for people to sack their children. They have turned it into a washroom. There is nothing. There is nothing all, 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 you know, all inspiring about it. When we continue to see the same thing, the Ark of Covenant, ah, somebody's, you see, through an entire generation, seven generations now, no, ordinary man be any It spent some days in somebody's house over 20 years and he was playing around the Ark. Can you see that? Hello? Tell somebody, don't lose your all. Tell somebody, don't lose your all. It's a mistake that we do in the body. The moment somebody will say, ah, but in church, so often about the preacher, they, they have seen it every day. Every day he preaches and he shouts and he sweats and they will give him handkerchief. It's a, it's a continuous, continuous routine. And people come, that, that is what is going to happen. Listen to me. When we begin to see God in that manner, stagnation is, the day God is going to raise the dead, sad and hormone from answer, Hello, me say, Abda nyankupon, obeba be teni global ane story no. Sadano oba, on appear to global ema emoti anfra ba mono. Se ma ba bedro no wenya indication se rade ba ne. Hello, Jesus said that they missed their hour of visitation. It is with you, but you lack all for it. It is with you, but you lack all for it. Never ever allow yourself. Let me share this mystery and close. In Revelation 3, there is a popular scripture about the church in Laodicea. Revelation 3. Revelation 3. The verse number, I think the verse number 16 is a popular scripture. Let's, let, let me just share a small history. Now this one, Global will love it. Hallelujah. Global is a historian in the house. Now, so because you are lukewarm, when I'm the cattle, this is not the last of my, my points, you know, but I want to end the first service with this one. Follow me. Now he said, so because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You know, and the evangelist will preach. See, and we, mis we misinterpret the word and we misunderstand the context of the word. Now look at it. God is not saying that be good or bad. And that he doesn't like hypocrisy. That is not what the Bible is saying. God can never tell you either be good or be bad. Can you see that? Does it make sense to you? Well, God will tell his church in Laodicea. Either say obey sorry. You see, sometimes we read scripture and I, 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 I struggle to understand the mindset. Say evangelist, but what is evangelist? He's not in the house. Uh -huh. Put your hands together for the man of God. They have been preaching heresy. Hallelujah. God never said that be good or be bad. Look at this. Let me explain the context. The church in Laodicea would have understood this one perfectly. Look at this. We have good use for hot drinks. Hello, there are some things we eat it warm. Beverages. You like it warm. Nobody wants to eat rice water which is in fridge. Hello. On a hot day, you don't want anything hot. You want something cool to do hot, to refresh you. 
So there is a use for hot beverages. In the beverages there, they are either taking hot or cold. If they are lukewarm, they are useless. Nobody likes lukewarm water to drink. Hello? It's either you are taking very hot beverage or you are taking very cold beverage. So the cold is to refresh. The hot is to heat you up. So he was talking about two extremes in the body. There is a group that comforts. There is a group that stares. So he was telling the church in Laodicea, I want a group. Refreshing as cold water. I want you to be there. And those ones who will be hot, fire will touch us. In the church, you can see people like that. When you see them, you feel like praying. In some people, there are some people, when you see them, you feel like telling them your problems. Can you see that? Oh, come on, can you see that? So some people are warm and refreshing. They're cold. And there are some people who are hot. To give us, you see, so in Laodicea, this is what is happening. My time is up. Can I share the mystery before I close? Now, Laodicea was in old old time Anatolia, Turkey, and their friend Turkey. Now, what happened was that in, in, in the city of Laodicea, it was flanked by all of us Colossians. In fact, Colossians in Bible. Uh-huh. So Colossae, it was also a town. And then we have another town. We call it with that one is not in, in the scripture. Maybe a Paul and sorry. They call it Herapolis. So two towns, Colossae and Herapolis. Now, in Herapolis, they had a stream that was very hot. And history tells us, this one is not me saying you can read it for yourself. History tells us that the hot water was very medicinal. So that Obinia fever near there, they could fetch some of the water and they would, feed, they, they would give it to that person. And the person, you know, had very medicinal hot water in Herapolis. Now, but by the time uh, a Benenam aqueduct, you see, Colo- Colosse, that big town didn't have any water supply of its own. Into by the time I abandoned them, I quit that to move about the group. Colossae, not hot water, not any lukewarm water. Do you follow? And your hot water, Herapolis. But by the time I bedroom Colossae, not for Shinashin from my boss, one Nantia Mafia Babede, lukewarm. I had dirty and lukewarm. Into the water was useless. Now, on the other side of, of, of Laodicea was Colossae, which is Colossian Church. Uh-huh. Now, Colossae also had a very cold water. Cool, refreshing spring. In the also ato kolose ne nonswa nantiya adiaba laudesia. And also by the time we be free laudesia, but now the coolness nonswa ede a free. Ena ababi lukewarm. In the water in laudesia is not anything that anybody wanted to drink. Any time it entered, you spit it out. So look at the the, the analysis. In to be laudesia or tea asoreno or say mo amu nyenyuno the water. In Colosse, Monsua Monyeshe, like the water in Herapolis, but my lukewarm, like the water in Laodicea. Oh no, man, a bad day, Ube Piego. Can you see that? So the people in Laodicea understood the, the context of the message, and the people were like that, they were very lukewarm. It was a rich society. In Sister Eddie, earthquake SEO area and destroy city in that time now Roman for any DBS. So they offered to rebuild the city. The rich men in Laodicea said no. They paid for the reconstruction of the city. So they were like people on fences. Look Look at someone say look warm. Indifference. You are in the body. Because one way or the other, it is either you are bringing it all in or you go somewhere. In, uh, uh, when you are indifferent in the body, you are useless. You are hot. I'm happy to somebody. 
2022 decide not to be useless because you look at your life how have you affected the course of christianity how have you affected the course of christianity don't be like the church in laodicea god is saying that i will spit you out i don't like you you are useless this water nobody likes it is not good for anything i tell you there are seasons in my christian life i sat down to myself i'm good for nothing those were the days I started going out to preach on my own. I started preaching. So I'm good for nothing. God is investing in me and every day I'm in my room. I'm good for nothing. I started going out. One, two, three. Make investments in their spirit. Don't be lukewarm. Be hot. Tell somebody be hot. God bless you and God bless you. Put your hands together.